Sky Talkers is a member of the Star Wars Escape Pods Network. Explore more great content and get to know our sister shows at WeAreEscapePods.com and on Twitter at WeAreEscapePods. The Star Wars Escape Pods Network, promoting positivity in fandom. Welcome to Sky Talkers. Here are your hosts, Charlotte and Caitlin. Hello, and welcome to Sky Talkers. I'm your host, Charlotte. Hey, guys, I am your host, Caitlin, and welcome to our solo trailer reaction. Woo! Technically, it's a teaser, but it feels like a long, well, it feels like we got a small teaser with the Super Bowl special and then a like full trailer, but it's not technically a full trailer. It's Star Wars is labeling it as a teaser. So, which is weird because in the Super Bowl thing, they said trailer tomorrow. So everything, everything about Solo <laughs> is is just up in the air. Literally, it's just like, oh, here's a trailer. Here you go. Oh wait, here's a teaser. Here's another one. Okay, see you in May. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I, guess, I guess my big takeaway from the Solo teaser plus teaser trailer is that it uh, it actually exists. So uh, there's a movie out there. <laughs> right? And it's, and, all right. So while on that note, what did you think of the trailer? I loved Give it, it a letter grading. Oh, okay. I mean, I, mean I loved it. It's weird because I've come into this with zero expectations because I, up until like two months ago, I did not care about Solo at all. I wasn't excited for it. I I had moved past being worried for it and I was just like solo's coming. I'll go watch it. I don't I'll be excited, but I'm not I wasn't thinking about it hardly at all. Um like I've given yeah. no thought to this movie. Um so which was actually really fun to watch the trailer because like with the last Jedi trailer, I feel like I was just on pins and needles the first time I watched it like what's happening? What's going on? Whereas with this one, it was just it was fun. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I I have a little bit more excitement and like a mixture of anxiety about it. I have been thinking about it and like kind of following a little bit of the spoilers on Reddit and stuff for the past couple months. Mm-hmm. I think that's just like a general interest in like the production, honestly, just because it's been so dramatic and interesting. And yeah. I've had people outside of the fandom ask me what the deal is with it. And I feel like it's just kind of a source of gossip in a weird way. And I kind of like to catch up on it. But <laughs> Does um, anyone know the real story, though, besides no, like, Ron we'll Howard not, and Kathleen? We'll Kennedy. never know. I don't That's think we'll ever know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I genuinely love this trailer, teaser, whatever. I, it was so fun. And I can't believe it was like one of the first Super Bowl shots it's like oh my god we have the best fandom obviously mm-hmm. yeah um, like, these people have waited long enough <laughs> yeah so my hype level though is like through the roof i'm ready for solo i'm ready for it to be super fun i actually have a glass of wine tonight when we're recording this like this that's how happens. i feel this yeah ne- charlotte never has wine when we record i do <laughs> but charlotte never has wine when we record so when you texted me that i was like oh Okay. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm just, like, really feeling this movie. I feel like I'm just really excited. And I feel like I haven't really seen a lot of negativity online. I know that in the comics, in the comments section on Facebook, there's a lot of people being like, I can't believe that this is not Harrison Ford, blah, 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 whatever. I haven't really seen a lot of negativity. Instead, I've just seen, like, a lot of, oh, my God, this is so cool and it looks so awesome. And 
I think that's really exciting. Well, it's Star Wars. I know. And and I feel like we just take this for granted. Like, you know, a few years ago, like six years ago, I would have never imagined that we would have a movie like Rogue One existing. Mm -hmm. And now we have another trilogy and then all these spinoffs. And even just like the fact that Solo, I was a little nervous for it when it was going to be like this rip-roaring comedy, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I think that what we got from this teaser makes me so much more excited about its addition into this canon as something, I don't know, I just feel like I wasn't really surprised, I I wasn't really expecting this like beautiful cinematography, this kind of dark tone that was kind of set. I, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't this. And I'm just so happy that now we have like this established image of what this time period really is. Mm-hmm. And it we're really building into that with all the canon that's come out lately. Yeah, I think that was one of the things I was most excited for about this movie was was exactly what you said, like putting an image to what this film even looks like. Uh, mm-hmm. Because it was like, we knew, okay, it's between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, like everything else in the world that's outside of the sequel trilogy. <laughs> um, so what's that going to look like? Are we closer to complete empire domination? Are we closer to Revenge of the Sith kind of aesthetic? Um, and right now it looks like we're kind of somewhere in the middle. So I'm hoping we see a little bit more of kind of the remnants of like Coruscant and the Galactic Senate and really how that kind of peters out as the empire really gains a foothold in the galaxy. That's what I'm really excited to see and I think we're kind of going to get that when we had that one shot with the um with the gold woman in the middle oh my god so cool yeah <laughs> and like in some of um Amelia Clark's uh I almost said her comics her <laughs> dresses costumes costumes is the <laughs> word I was looking for um some of her costumes too are like very prequel-esque um and I'm ready for that vibe like her dress with the cape I'm ready for that I just think I'm so here for all these different bridges between the prequels and the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, we talk about it all the time about how there's such a jarring difference between the visuals between the prequels and the original trilogy. And that that's for a reason. And the more content we get in between this period to kind of establish those differences and how purposeful they are, I I think it's so it's just so good for the story overall. Yeah, it is. Because, I mean, the the whole point of the prequels looking the way they do in part is to emphasize how awful the Empire was and how, like, how it literally sucked the life, sucked the color out of the galaxy, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like intellectually you get that, but sometimes it's hard to make that leap when you're just a casual viewer. So having something like Solo that can hopefully kind of fill in the blanks and show you how um, how these trends and, and how the Empire was really gaining a foothold in the galaxy, I think is really great. So f- for that, I think that's what I was most looking forward to with this film. Um, I hadn't really, it was like I was too worried to think about the character portrayals. Um, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that person that was like, he doesn't feel like Han Solo. Uh, <laughs> and it, it probably helps that Han Solo. I mean, I love Han Solo, but he's not my favorite. Luke, Luke is my favorite, so I think that probably helps uh, my like reception of Alden. Is that I don't have as big of attachment at, to Han Solo as a lot of other fans do. I know it's kind of crazy though. Like I, I really love Harrison Ford. I have a huge attachment to Harrison Ford, and I love Han Solo. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't love Han Solo, but I don't have that attachment, like you say, and. I, I think 
I have such an attachment to Star Wars and Star Wars stories. I'm so eager to see this part of Han's story kind of filled in, Mm -hmm. which has been filled in by fans and the EU for so long that there's such a rich history there that I really haven't delved into. But even like off the top of my head, Kyle Newman's audio dramas and everything, there's a lot of really fun Han Solo stories out there. And Mm -hmm. it's fun that we're going to get a canon version of those fun Han Solo stories, you know? escapades. Yes, those escapades. <laughs> all, all his escapades. <laughs> yeah. So what what did you think of Alden? I liked him. The thing that really sold me at the end was his line at the end where he was like, I thought we were in trouble there for a second, but we're okay. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was I was perfect. like, oh, that there he is. Um, I really liked that part. Um yeah, that I, I laughed out loud at that part. And I was like, okay, I'm behind this kid. I'm into this. Yeah. Have you seen him? I can't remember. Did, have you seen Hail Caesar? No, I haven't. It's on my list, though, oh of God, things to watch. Um, <laughs> I really want to watch it, though. Um, well, just like a little summary. he That movie has a huge cast of amazing actors and mm-hmm. actresses. But, and he's like the one that no one really knew, you know? And yeah. he totally stole the movie. And his line is like the most iconic like centerpiece of that movie. It's so funny. That's- and. So it's like when he was announced, I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect because he's actually a great actor and like totally pulled off this like really small part and kind of stole the scene. Yeah. Which is kind of Han Solo. Yeah, absolutely. There was this um, this moment. It's his kind of first line where we see him actually speaking, where he's talking to Kira. Is that we've decided that's how we say her name? Yeah, Kira. Yeah. When she says, you know, I'm the I'm the only person in the galaxy that knows who you really are. And he says okay, who's that or something like that. And What's that? Well, she yeah, says, so, he says what you are, not who you are. Yeah, and he, he tries to give this like roguish smile, but you see it just for a second. Go back and watch it, but it falters just a little bit, you know, and he's like where he's kind of unsure of himself. It was kind of this expression I got from him that it was kind of turning in – it could turn into perhaps a more serious conversation, which – I'm here for that too. Like I'm ready to hear some some Han Solo like backstory and and maybe a little bit of tragedy or I just want to know what's going on. I don't need like a roguish scoundrel all the time. So I'm ready to see some of the more serious side too that I think we saw for just almost a split second. You have to go back and watch. It's almost like his his smile disappears for a second. Well, I I totally believe that. Like what happened to him at age 10 that made him what is the line? I don't even know now. Oh, but I've been running scams since I was 10 or something 10. like that. Yeah. Like what happened to him at 10 that he did that? Just the way you you think about Cassian when he's like I've been in this fight since I was 6 years old. Oh, Cassian. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Cassian movie? <laughs> What do you think? What do you think about that? Like with Han, right? Is like what happened to him with with that? And I'm so eager to find out. We have all this backstory now of Leia, and it's so cool that we get this backstory of Han now, especially as the sequel trilogy kind of mantles Ben Solo, Kylo Ren as obviously a main character, um, the half of our protagonist. So it's like it's just really interesting mm-hmm. now that we have this back piece. Like, what's that going to mean for like? the Star Wars family as a whole, I suppose. It's kind yeah, of that cool. Yeah, that we're, we kind of see both the parents' childhoods and young yeah. adult lives and how that could potentially influence Kylo Ren. Um, mm-hmm. We'll have these little, these little parallels. I'm ready for those gift sets of parallels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I have to ask, though, and, and obviously I haven't been 
I haven't dived into any sort of Reddit or spoiler things on Solo. Um, it looks like that could potentially be Alderaan, the snowy mountains. Okay, it's not. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's not. Okay. All right. I just thought of that when I was watching it. I was like, this this could be Alderaan. I mean, let your imagination run. That would be really cool, but, but I don't not. think it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I mean, that would be awesome, though. Like, can you – oh, that would be a really cool parallel. That's what I was – I was like, oh, my God. Like, what if they have this moment where – they like mention the princess of Alderaan and they're like trying to run this scam. They're like, oh crap, we got to leave. And they run away and it's like two ships crossing and passing in the night. Um, and you know, they're going to meet later on like Hanalaya. Yeah. That's, that's where my mind went to. I was like, snowy mountains, Alderaan, they're going to meet. We're almost. No. <laughs> okay. Well, I, d- I think the two planets that we're really going to see a lot of in this movie are Corellia, which is like, I guess EU, right? That that's where Han's from. Is it maybe in canon they've they've spoken about that? But yeah, really, yeah. I think it started it started in the EU, but then it was verified yeah. in canon. I think, or maybe maybe that's Coruscant that was sp- talked about or both. In EU. Both, or both, yeah. I um I just don't know if it was actually confirmed, but I honestly think it's Corellia and Kessel is obviously what we're gonna see. <coughs> so. I want to see Alderaan. <laughs> I think we've seen Alderaan. <laughs> like same. I want to. I want a Princess of Alderaan movie, but uh, yeah, it's fine. I want to see it some more. I'd be okay <laughs> with like a Phantom Menace era movie on Alderaan. That would be cool. Like, what's going on? What <laughs> the is matriarchy. going on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to see. It. I want to see the palace that's described in Leia, Princess of Alderaan. I want to see that IRL. Yeah. Anyway, okay. This isn't about Actually- Leia. <laughs> Back to these two teasers, trailers, whatever, these clips. I think it's really interesting, like, um, maybe I should put a spoiler warning on this, but, like, I do, I've heard through the grapevine that this movie is going to take place over a couple of different time periods, and you've heard that too, Caitlin, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I do think that it's interesting, like, in the Super Bowl teaser, obviously we saw um, Han trying to enlist in the flight academy right and then later in the regular full teaser he talks about how he was kicked out so it's like are we gonna see him being kicked out how long is that scene gonna be it's not like the only time we've ever seen a time jump in a spinoff now or anthology um we had that in rogue one as well so it's Mm -hmm. cool yeah i'm intrigued me too because the the time jump in rogue one is really more of like a cold open kind of thing totally it's it's not a huge chunk of the movie. It's just supposed to kind of set the stage for Jin's backstory and why she is where she is when we do catch up with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it'll be, yeah, I, I think it'll be really interesting to see how much time has passed and, like, when they build the crew, like, are we – do we kind of end with this crew being built or do we start with the crew being built and then it's, like, all their escapades together or do they kind of add on one by one? I wonder how how all of that happens. Yeah, no idea. I do think that it's interesting, though. I I feel like I'm right about this, but I could be mistaken that Kira has bangs in that one shot where uh, Han and her are like mm-hmm. in the, speeding through yeah. in like the little Corvette. Which, by the way, um, the dash on that speeder looks so cool. Yeah, that those gold dice, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so cool. I'm so happy. Like stuff like that. 
makes me so happy that Star Wars like is such a continuous I don't know, like the continuity matters mm-hmm. at, in Star Wars now. And it, I feel like we're going to get some shot of Han obviously putting the dice die on um, the Falcon. The Falcon. And it's just going to be a really good. Now we'll have that visual language to look back on when we like marathon it all and we end with Kylo Ren, you know, having those die disappear in his hand. Oh my God. What if like Han's father gave him the die? Oh my god. <laughs> it's like his one memento from his father. Like his father was killed by Imperials or even by like Jedi or something like that. And yeah. it's like the one thing he has left of them. And then the Kylo's, those were his father's too. I seriously really wish this was being told as like a Princess Bride-esque mm-hmm. situation of like Han telling stories to Ben. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Well, how would that even look? I don't know, but I'm here for that and I'm ready for that. And give me that. (laughs) I know. That would be, that would be kind of, that would be crazy because that'd be like a direct tie into the sequel trilogy. Like, right. Journey to the Last Jedi. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Solo, Journey to Episode Nine. (laughs) (laughs) That's more than just like a little uh, kind of Easter egg thing. That's, that's pretty direct, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I'm fine with that. But it, it would kind of put a new – I don't think they'll do something like that because they are kind of keeping the anthology separate. But it is weird considering Solo is a saga character, whereas Rogue One, you could kind of have a little bit of distance from the saga films. Right. And I saw some interesting commentary about how, like, when this project of anthology films was proposed, they were talking about the idea of going – into all these different genre directions, right? And like having a heist movie, maybe having like a, I don't know, that a comedy. I mean, that's a really bad example, but mm-hmm. I do remember them being there being talk about like the idea is to experiment in the galaxy far, far away. And I now don't see that as something that's going to happen. I, mm-hmm. and I'm totally okay with that because. I realize now that I'm actually such a fan of the fact that we're like establishing a tone in terms of cinematography and visuals in terms of time periods. And I don't think that that would be possible. Like you can't get this sort of tone with like a dark comedy. You know what I mean? It would, it just wouldn't really work. I think it could. Cause that's all like your characters um, and they can be in any setting. Yeah, I just feel like there'd just be less of like an intrigue, kind of, and which it's, I feel like is being established with like stuff like the music that is being sh- played in mm-hmm. uh, this trailer and like almost the slow mo vibe of like going through all these different spaces. It's not, you don't get the sense of this is like a Chris. Chris and what is it? Chris Lord. I've already forgotten their names because I don't even care anymore. Phil and Chris. Phil Lord and Chris, Chris Miller. Miller. Yeah. One more um, time. <laughs> Lego movie type situation. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I mean, I think we could like what happens once, when, and if they start exploring doing anthologies in the prequel era. Like what that's that's what I want to see. I mean, Mm -hmm. I want to see what that kind of universe can look like with our technology now and what things that could add to our understanding of the prequels too. Because it's like – and Han Solo will do this to a degree. The Solo movie will. But 
everything is informing the original trilogy and we're still not getting a lot of informing of the prequel trilogy, particularly of the culture and the galaxy that was going on now. Of course, we we get a lot for the Skywalker family themselves, but I still want to see that. And I think that – I think you have to – Star Wars is going to have to start doing something really different because, I mean, The Last Jedi was really different obviously, but it was still familiar. And you want to keep that with Star Wars, but also when is it too much? Like how many how many tentacle monsters can we see? How many space chases? Don't get me started see? on like <laughs> tentacle monsters. How many times can we see the Falcon flip upside down and like shoot at the bad guys and escape? You know, it's like for Solo, of course, that's what you have to do. But now we're going on you know, Solo, the three original trilogy films, and um, the sequel trilogy. That's six films of Falcon maneuvers. Mm-hmm. When is too much too much? I know. <laughs> and it's like they've already started borrowing from, like, the cool stuff Hera did in Rebels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you seen those gifts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't even remember that, but thanks, Twitter, for reminding me. Thanks, because, Twitter. <laughs> and you know that that's, like, some somewhat intentional like they knew that they were doing that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah absolutely but what i mean what when is star wars gonna feel like they can do something like a dark comedy or like a very heavily romantic star wars film like i think that's kind of exciting to think about what that could look like in a star wars galaxy because those things are happening out there mm-hmm. it's just a matter of getting to see that story and as much as i love solo and i love seeing the falcon flip over and, and fire things i've also seen it in five other films um and this sounds like I'm ragging on Solo, which I'm not. I'm just I, – I want to see an anthology movie that is completely out of the box. And I know that for a while there was a possibility of that with Solo. But at the same time, it's like it's Solo. They're not going to do that uh, because it's Han Solo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do wonder – I think that maybe the first step in the direction would be the Kenobi movie um, just because I feel like that has the potential to be – and people have talked about this before. I'm not certainly not the first person to say this, but it has the potential to be almost like a Western similar to that movie Logan that had that came out mm-hmm. that kind of – redefine the X-Men genre and yeah um and it was kind of a I mean it's very violent but a very quiet understated movie in the same way that like it's just so different from it's like all the other X-Men movies exactly exactly it's so different it's almost its own separate movie you don't even need to watch the others to watch it yeah and and I feel like Kenobi has the potential to do that and if okay so say in a perfect world Solo is really successful people love Solo then Kenobi gets made and it's has the ability to go off and do something different. And like, who knows what Ryan Johnson is going to do with his trilogy mm-hmm. as well. Too. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, exactly. I, I, I keep forgetting about that because I, it's like it's a trilogy. And I, I, in my head, like trilogies are different from spinoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this one's not going to be. Yeah, it's so weird. The thing, I, I like the comparison between a Kenobi and Solo film because I think the reason why Solo probably could never have gone in that kind of crazy direction is because it's not Harrison Ford. Whereas mm. with Kenobi, we're assuming, of course, that Ian McGregor would be playing Kenobi, but it's like you would have that continuity of the character, so then you could experience experiment with the external factors. Whereas with Solo, you're you're there's a lot riding on Alden. So yeah. you gotta, it's almost like you gotta have a familiar setting and then you can kind of play with having this younger, um, different actor from Harrison Ford playing this iconic character. And it's like kind of where you're putting, putting your, placing your bets. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. with Solo, they're placing their bets on Alden. Whereas with something like a Kenobi movie, they could place their bets on telling a more like Western 
dark, dramatic story, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> let's get back to talking back about to the so- actual trailer. <laughs> back to so- okay. <laughs> back to Solo. So let's let's go through the actors. So we're all set A plus on Alden Ehrenreich, right? I'm gonna go I, with I think- A. I'm I'm in an A too. I, yeah. I I have this question posed in our documents that I feel like is uh, a good one to pose. So um, I, I feel like I'm totally fine with Han being played by a different actor. I'm actually kind of fine with any of these characters being played by a different actor as their younger counterparts. Um, but are are those who are of us who are like steeped in like Clone Wars and knowing that? different voice actors play our favorite characters from the films are we more accepting of these different players um i don't know i don't know either i think that's a really great question um and something we've talked about before on other shows or our own show too i don't know it makes it kind of easier to absorb the disconnect between these between all of these properties like rebels and um, you know, the big one, of course, is Anakin and Obi-Wan. Um, mm-hmm. Although James Arnold Taylor is like the perfect Obi-Wan. So it's actually not that much of a disconnect. Um, yeah. But Matt Lander obviously sounds a lot different than Hayden Christensen, but they both bring something incredibly different to the character that I I love them both as Anakin. Um, yeah, I think so, though. I think so, because we're used to just like kind of rolling with the punches. Like, all right, it's made by, by Lucasfilm. So this is Han Solo right now. Yeah, I think that I have trouble separating Kat Tabor from Natalie Portman, but I feel like that's the only hangup yeah. I have. And that's kind of an interesting comparison because I have such a connection to Padme. So it's like people who have such yeah. a connection to Han might have issues with it, you know? Yeah, um, actually, I think that's a really good comparison. I hadn't thought about that before. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Kira, um, Amelia Clark. So... I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, love our Mother of Dragons, and I'm so happy to see her in this movie, but what did we think about her? Is she going to be a romantic interest? Do we care? What's our thoughts? I I don't know. I, I mean, I guess she could be. Um, maybe she's Lando's romantic interest, or maybe they fight over her, and I don't know. Maybe she's Chewie's romantic interest. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is I love her hair. I love her outfits. I love her jewelry. And I like her lines. I like the tone she has. She seems like she's the kind of level-headed member of the squad, if Mm -hmm. if they are, in fact, going to be a squad. Um, And she's kind of the one that brings them back down to Earth, but I guess whatever planet they're on, (laughs) back to the Falcon um, and kind of – keeps them on the straight and narrow when I feel like because Lando and Han probably feed off each other a lot and yeah. um, can get into these really tight scrapes and she's probably the one that it's like somebody's got to save our skins and does it. <laughs> I <clears throat> to me I saw her as someone who like knows so much and mm-hmm. um, I mean that's kind of the what we got because she's the only one who knows what he is and whatever that is I don't really know if I'm totally here for speculation about like Hans a secret prince, etc. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that speculation? No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm not into that. No. Yeah, I, I'm just like mm. eh, I don't really think there's much going on there. But if there is, like I, I'm willing to be surprised. 
Um, <laughs> we're awful Star Wars commenters. We're like, Han would never be a secret prince. That's dumb. Solo makes Han a secret prince. Secret prince. All right. Han's a secret prince. prince. Sounds good. I'm into this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally such a stand for Star Wars. I don't really care what they throw at me. <laughs> Except for Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren will become Ben Solo. <laughs> anyway, the I, mm, I just I, I really liked her portrayal i wasn't totally sold um originally when she was cast it just felt like another white brunette girl but i mean yes in a way that she still is but i am kind of intrigued by her her style and everything about her i'm excited yeah yeah not in a way she's she definitely is another white brunette british girl yes um yeah, I, I really liked how you described that too, how she seems like she's someone who knows a lot. So I wonder if Han and Chewie are kind of trying to run this scam and she figures it out and like she's part of the scam, um, like they're trying to scam her or her organization or whatever, and she figures it out um, and then somehow they get her to join them or what if they like kidnap her or something to keep her quiet? Okay, I hope they don't kidnap her. But well, I, I like take her, you know, and it's like one of those things where it's like she seems to be enjoying that ride in that Corvette. I think that they've known each other for a while. Yeah, and yeah, I also I think, think that I'm a hundred percent behind the idea that the Falcon is hers because it's so pristine, and that's that's, true. that's kind of her style. We get that shot of her like coming off of it, right? I feel like that's the Falcon in the background. I have um, no idea. And yeah, I know us and ships, right? <laughs> <laughs> It is the Millennium Falcon, though. So. Yeah, different. The good, thing, the good thing about this film is there's, like, one main ship. <laughs> it's the Falcon, and we know it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so let's talk about Lando. Oh, my God. Can we never <laughs> stop talking about Lando? <laughs> Donald Glover is legit the best cast person ever 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 i love how the one thing all our stars can agree on is that like <laughs> donald glover is the best lando I know. in the world and we haven't even heard him say a word as lando yet we're all just like i'm into it i buy it i'm here for this i know <laughs> we're all down yeah he just like yeah. looks on ominously smiles and we're like yep sold he's lando <laughs> <laughs> I know someone uh, re- made it a gif like 10 seconds after the trailer and I was like retweet put this on my tombstone <laughs> this. <laughs> don't you wish you could just have gifs and like picture frames around your house so Lando could just always be smiling at you <laughs> yes in that awesome fur coat slash cape who knows <gasps> yes the thing is, in that moment with like all the flashing it almost looked like paparazzi in the from the teaser on the Super Bowl it it would almost look like cameras flashing on him. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's what it was. I, that's kind of what I get from the GIF. Yeah, that's what I got too. Um, but then I'm like, what is Lando doing that he's being photographed? Is he like a celebrity? I don't know. He, he very well could. I mean, he is he a he, fashion designer. He was like the he took control of and was running Cloud City. I mean, he he could be in a similar position i don't know it's fun to think about um all i know is i love lando calrissian which is funny because i'm not a huge lando stan from empire strikes back or return of the jedi i'm not even a lando stan to begin with (laughs) i know but i'm a 
I'm a solo Lando stan. Yes, me too. <laughs> I always like my favorite Lando moment is really from Robot Chicken when they do that sketch where <laughs> this deal's getting, this worse, deal's all getting worse all the time. That's my favorite Lando moment. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Honestly, the um. Okay, so let's talk about Woody Harrelson. I love Woody Harrelson. So I mean, it seems kind of like you're. I don't know, almost like your run-of-the-mill villain. Like, he's going to be a mentor, but then he's actually going to be evil or, or something like that, you know? Um, and they're probably going to, like, go against him at some point. That's kind of the vibe I get, but who knows? Could be wrong. I get a Yondu vibe from him um, in okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's how, that's how he's going to be, and he's going to be, like, this, like, kind of an asshole, but also kind of lovable. Um... I don't know. I, that's kind of Woody Harrelson, like in, in a general. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. It's so like, it's like is he Woody just Harrelson playing himself? Playing Woody Harrelson, and I like Woody Harrelson. I'm not over the moon about it, but I'm. I don't just like I'm. He, he's there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Lando, but okay. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Phoebe Waller Bridges Droid. I'm like I'm so down for this like female droid situation <laughs> and I hope yeah. that the droid is Lando's and that Lando has like this like <laughs> awesome buddy relationship with Phoebe Waller-Bridge's like amazing droid and like they're they're Caitlin they did our handshake situation it was great no <laughs> if you guys don't know that Charlotte and I's handshake is the is the like the fingers on the forehead were pretty cool just so you know <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know <laughs> if you didn't know <laughs> i know i saw that i was like oh we do that <laughs> yeah did you watch my reaction video i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah i know yeah i did i was like i know why you're doing that <laughs> um <laughs> yeah charlotte and i one time when we were what ride were we on where we tried to do that was it expedition everest yes and it, there was like a time world. we were in, in disney world where we like tried to get our picture on every ride doing that like handshake thing or the the fingers on the forehead um it was kind of successful anyway rabbit hole um <laughs> yeah i'm ready for that i think that would actually be hilarious because knowing what we know about lando and like how he reacts to leia too i think it'd be so hilarious if he had a woman droid who was like you need to take it down about 10 notches lando she doesn't like <laughs> that would be so funny like a uh, an awesome lady k2so yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who like, keeps she, it real? She's like, not, she's not here for Lando's like smooth talking. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's like, not she an loves enabler. Me anyway. Yeah, she loves me anyway, and she's like, I don't, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tandy Newton was in this for like five seconds, but yeah. she and looks I was here awesome. For it. She does and look awesome. It's like it's such a so awesome. Like we finally have a black woman in Star Wars, not behind CGI. Like it's just so awesome, and I'm so excited for. I'm I'm excited for it, but I'm so excited for people who see themselves in this movie, and they're just mm -hmm. excited for it. I'm just I'm very very pumped. And Caitlin and I are yeah. both really big Westworld fans, and um, she is the most badass in yeah. Westworld. Yeah, I she's love the her best so character in Westworld. Mm -hmm. By so far. it's like. I almost want that character to be in the <laughs> Is she going to be part of the crew? Is she part of the escapades? Well, I just don't think so. I, I mean, we she, did see that behind-the-scenes photo that Ron Howard posted, 
And I think mm-hmm. that she was in an imperial uniform. And it's like, what does that even mean? And that's why there was all this controversy and discussion about whether she's Ray Sloan, which I think would have been really cool, but I don't think she is because I don't think, I think her name is Val. And it's. Val is such a 70s name. <laughs> Oh, well, she has that awesome afro. Like, it's perfect. I know, I know. <laughs> like, here's Val. Yeah. He's my Val. I mean, like, Val might be but, her last name. Like, I don't know. That's but true. It might be her code name. It's oh, Star Wars, and there's really short names these days, you know. I know. Like, give me a long name, like Elizabeth or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is Elizabeth. <laughs> She's in Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. Or Charlotte. Charlotte's a long name, too. You could have a, a place in the Star Wars universe. That would be awesome. I'd be really down <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd be, I'd be cool with someone being named Caitlin in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, it would be it would be great if we were, you know, named in Star Wars. I mean, at least your name is like a princess name, whereas I feel like my name is just like 90s white girl. So, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> – there was never – I was never the only Caitlin in the classroom. So it, it doesn't – your name feels more Star Wars than my name. So – Kind of true. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, at least you said it. So <laughs> – Okay. So what else are we excited for in this movie? What shots, like, stood out for to us in the trailer? I mean, really the Star Destroyer coming out of the – like wormhole and the the storm really stood out to me um as well as like I, again i said every watch that end part with han a dozen times and really the first part too with all of the like the clicking and the levers and then that speeder with amelia and alden in it those were my like the beginning and end were my favorite parts of these tra- of this trailer i agree i um I completely agree. I just I can't get over the cinematography. I the name is escaping me now, but I'm so happy to learn that the guy who did the cinematography for Arrival, which is a really great movie, if you guys haven't seen it, you should watch it. Um, is doing the cinematography for this one, and that's why it looks so awesome. Um, but that Star Destroyer coming out of the cloud it reminded me of the Bendu storm, and it just had a very yes. Rebels vibe to it. And I was just like, I'm just so down for it all connecting. You know, mm-hmm. and um, if if not like in story wise, then just like visual wise, and yeah. so awesome. And the double seated tie feed tie fighter, cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Charles not a ship person, but she's referencing a lot of ships. <laughs> well, honestly, they were they were cool. Like I, I do think that Caitlin and I talk a lot about like characters and everything, and we love characters. But sometimes when you see a trailer like this, it's like it's good to sit back and think like, oh my god, Star Wars is so cool. <laughs> You yeah, know, it's yeah. like pew pew and you know ships <laughs> going places and battles and like these whatever those villains were that kind of looked like Knights of Ran. Whoa, Knights of Ran. Ran. Knights, <laughs> Knights of Ran. <laughs> it totally looks Shut like that. Okay. <laughs> Knights of Ren. Like it's there there has to be a connection, right? Or recycled designs or something and it's like yeah. It's just so fun to think about. Ugh, it I is really it. fun. It, it's one of those things that it reminds me of just how in depth this universe is. It makes me think of like all the cross section books too. Mm-hmm. How all of those things are thought out about how these ships actually work and how they're put together and built. And I'm like, I, whoa, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it's just it's insane the level of detail that's put into these. And you think back to like all of the um, kind of behind the scenes for the for a new hope when they're talking about building all these models for like the the trench run and the falcon and and how detailed they were. And it's just crazy because that's been such a a through line throughout all of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I just I love Star Wars. I know it's so good. I'm just like I. The Last Jedi, I've said it before, my favorite Star Wars movie, but I'm really looking forward to May 25th to have this movie. And I hope that fans mm-hmm. like realize and accept it for what it is. And it's, I, we're going to dissect it and, like, for lack of a better term, kind of tear it to pieces. But I, I do think that it's going to be the most fun I've had with a Star Wars movie yet, you know, because there's just, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of expectations into it. And, um, it just looks so different and in a way that doesn't really impact my overall kind of mythos of Star Wars. Yeah, I'm not I'm not stressed about Solo like yeah. I was The Last Jedi. And I wasn't stressed about The Last Jedi because I was worried it was going to be bad. I was just like I'm so invested in those characters. And while I love Han Solo, I don't have that same attachment to him. So for me, it's um, – yeah, like you said, I'm really looking forward to – just having a lot of fun with this movie and enjoying the one-liners that I'm sure are going to be all over it. And like the Chewbacca joke, like I'm just, I'm here for it. I'm ready for it now. I'm excited. Me too. The the trailer did what it's supposed to do and Mm -hmm. it it, like excited. I think the fan base, um, I, we're all going to go see it obviously, but it's, it's really a matter of how many times we're going to go see it. I can see myself going to see this movie maybe five times. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah, six. three to five. Three yeah. to five. Yeah, movie pass. Maybe six. <laughs> <laughs> see how busy the summer well, it's, is. It's tough because when I think when I say five times, usually Caitlin and I go see a movie like four times in the first weekend. So it's mm-hmm. like that kind of is its own section. Whatever. This is kind of a weird combo, but um, <laughs> but I we also can't I also that. don't see myself like seeing this movie back to back to back. Um, yeah, when it well, comes we're out. Too old. We're too old for that, as <laughs> evidenced by Charlotte getting physically ill in our second viewing of The Last Jedi. You know. The thing is, we don't have like the same kind of stress level that we had for Last Jedi, which I think was a big part of your illness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but still, maybe we'll do we'll do like see it Thursday and then go see it again Friday. You know, and again on Friday, we'll see it twice on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. see it but a like, couple times. Well, yeah. I mean, don't worry, guys. We're going to see the solo a couple of times. (laughs) I like how we're, like, working out our plan here for how many times we're going to see solo. No one cares. No one cares. But but really, just, like, to say it all, I am really, really, really pumped for it. This trailer Mm -hmm. made me really excited. I got a lot of excited texts from friends who aren't really into Star Wars being like, oh, my God, did you just see that Star Wars trailer? Solo. Oh, my God. Didn't even know that was happening. That's happening so soon. Oh, my God. Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like no yeah i don't know if i'm okay it is happening so soon (laughs) i know i know it's like oh wow that's i can that's on my calendar like real close in this in this school semester i put it in my i asked for time off already like it's it's put down it's there yeah um but again, just have to also point out that like the last Jedi trailer, this trailer is also meta. Um, when my favorite line too, when Alden was like, I thought we were in trouble there for a second, but it's fine. We're fine. Which I feel like is the whole Star Wars fandom about Solo. We were like, 
I was a little worried there, but after seeing this, I'm fine. It's fine. We're all fine. (laughs) It can totally like sum up a couple of different points of interest in the solo history, right? Like, okay, Mm -hmm. we were in trouble (laughs) when the director crisis happened and that was like (laughs) insane. But then then Ron Howard was chosen and it was like kind of fine because like Ron Howard's amazing. And then we were kind of thinking about it a little bit and how they had to do more Reese shoots and everything. And then we were like, oh, my God, this might not be fine. (laughs) They have like no time. And this movie is not being pushed back. And then Ron Howard gives us like the gift of plenty of behind the scenes images that are just really exciting. And we're like, oh my God, this is going to be fine. fine. It's fine. And then Last Jedi comes out and we're like, okay, where's Solo? Because I need Solo. This is fine. We're in trouble. Where is it? Disney is panicking. And then they give us these like a teaser and a half. And we're like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. We're back. We are all Han Solo in that moment. <laughs> I know. It's just like, he's speaking to me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Somehow he knows. Yeah. Somehow he knows. It's like the per- I bet whoever put that line in there, A plus for them. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this is going to wrap up our trailer discussion. And yeah. if there's another kind of trailer. All over the place. Yeah, you know, as, as one reaction usually is. But maybe there'll be another trailer maybe there won't be but we'll probably we'll definitely be on top of that solo news in the future of course um thank you guys so much for joining us and i want to thank our awesome patrons lynn amy ryan neil jim suara bj joanna chuck aaron sheree kyle megan amy kelly matt brandon serene David, Kirsty, Robbie, Derek, Connie, Delaney, and Lauren. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. It means the world. And with that, may the force be with you. May the force be with you.